Now, with the latest from the world of technology, this is the Tech Guide Podcast with Stephen Fennick. Let's jump straight in. Tech Guide. This was a real effort to push into that growing consumer space, very competitive space in Australia. It does give the user plenty of options, whether you're working or viewing content on the device. Keeping you updated and educated. This is the Tech Guide Podcast. Knowing Apple, you just don't know what to expect. They've gone from taking an excellent device and they've made it even better. It's had a redesign inside and out. Now, from the studios of techguide.com.au, Stephen Fennick. Hello and welcome to Tech Guide, episode 148, the podcast that keeps you updated and educated about the latest consumer tech. Thanks for listening and thanks for downloading. And if you're listening for the very first time, we're glad you found us. My name is Stephen Fennick, and I'm the editor of techguide.com.au. On this week's show, the first look at the new Steve Jobs movie, the new drone that follows you everywhere you go, and warnings issued about a new email scam. In the Tech Guide reviews, we check out the new Panasonic Viera Smart TV range, the new Kef high-end reference speakers, and the iMation Link power drive that's both a battery and an iPhone storage drive. And we'll finish it off with the Tech Guide help desk, and it's all brought to you by Netgear, Australia's number one brand of home Wi-Fi products. Lots to get through, so let's kick things off. Well, we got our first glimpse at the new Steve Jobs movie today. Now, the first reaction we had, some of the reaction was, what, not not another Steve Jobs movie? The other movie they're referring to is the film called Jobs, which starred Ashton Kutcher in the title role as Steve Jobs. Ironically, Ashton Kutcher has gone on to work for Lenovo, uh, one of the competitors of Apple. But that is by the by. That's a couple of years old, that movie. This latest film, which stars Michael Fassbender as the Apple co-founder and former CEO Steve Jobs. The film is being uh, directed by Danny Boyle, the award-winning director, and it was written by Aaron Sorkin, he of The West Wing, and also writer of the Academy Award-winning adapted screenplay The Social Network. So quite an exciting uh, cast of, uh, of, of, of filmmakers right there. The trailer itself, it's only uh, just over a minute long. Uh, it shows Michael Fassbender in that title role, looking uh, a lot like Steve Jobs. Nothing uh, doesn't really reveal much about the story. There is uh, pictures of Steve Jobs walking on, to, on stage for an event. Uh, that the movie is said to be set around three or four of Apple's major announcements. Uh, that, that's what, what we know about the structure of the film. How Aaron Sorkin wrote it is anybody's guess. He's, he's a quality writer. I'm a big fan of his. It's based on the Walter Isaacson uh, authorised biography as well. So it, uh, that is another big differentiator between the original Steve Jobs film which is basically a, a story of the rise of Apple as as a company and, of course, Steve Jobs within it. This, I think, focuses more on Steve Jobs the man rather than Apple the company. Of course, there's going to be references to that. His co-stars in the film include uh, Seth Rogen 
who is uh, playing the Apple co-founder Steve Wozniak. Also uh, in the cast is Kate Winslet, who plays Joanna Hoffman, who was one of the original members of the Macintosh team, the Mac that was released way back in 1984. Another cast member is Jeff Daniels, who plays the former Apple CEO John Scully. He of uh, he was brought across to Apple from Pepsi. You may recall the famous line from Steve Jobs that attracted him to the role. Steve Jobs was uh, reportedly asked him, "Do you want to keep selling sugar water for the rest of your life?" Would you want to come over and help us change the world? That was the spur that got Scully across to Apple. Of course, that didn't work out either. The uh, it ended up being a bit of a showdown between Scully, the board, and Steve Jobs, which ultimately would cost Steve Jobs his position at the company he created. But that's a whole entirely different story to begin with as well. The production of this new film has has been a little troubled, let's just say. It was originally going to be directed by David Fincher. He was the director who who directed The Social Network, which was the screenplay that was written by Aaron Sorkin, all about the birth of Facebook, you may recall. But Sony wouldn't meet his asking price. He was reportedly asking for $10 million to direct the film. He also had his own ideas about casting that role of Steve Jobs. His thought, this is David Fincher's thought, was to cast Christian Bale. He too, another Academy Award winner and very talented actor, he wanted Christian Bale to play, play the title role. But I guess once Fincher left the project, so did Christian Bale. Leonardo DiCaprio was also mentioned uh, and also attached to the project at one point to also be uh, play the lead role of Steve Jobs as well. But that was not to be. Michael Fassbender, who uh, looks remarkably like Steve Jobs, he's uh, wearing the black turtleneck and the the glasses, so really really made up to look a lot like Steve Jobs. You don't get much of a glimpse of him in the trailer, but uh, you do see enough uh, of him to see that resemblance. We're really looking forward to seeing this film. It's out in October. You can, though, watch the trailer on our story at techguide.com.au. I urge you to look at that. It's an official first look. It was only released within the last 24 hours. So if you want to check that out, you know where to go, techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennick. Tech Guide. Keeping you updated and educated. Now, there's a new drone that's been uh, not on the market yet. It is coming, but it has certainly, in its pre-release, gained a lot of attention. The drone I'm talking about is called Lily. Now, this is a drone with a difference, that that difference being it can fly itself. Now, there's no remote control that comes with this drone. It simply follows the owner who's wearing a special sensor. So you can wear the sensor around your wrist or in your pocket. uh, And whoever is in possession of that sensor, Lily, the drone, will fly, will follow you, fly itself, follow you, either follow you from behind or lead off in front of you so you can get get a front-on view. That's up to you. But it is a remarkable uh, piece of technology. It's not that big either. It's only about 26 centimetres wide. Uh, 
and only weighs 1.3 kilograms, small enough, they say, to fit inside a backpack. There's a tremendous video, a release or preview video of Lily in action. And it's uh, it's remarkable, actually, how uh, with a traditional drone, of course, you've got your remote control or maybe even an app for you to control the device. And you take off and land. Well, Lily uh, has a, a, does a little things a little bit differently. And in the video, you'll see that rather than you actually formally using your remote control to, to lift off Lily, you simply throw it in the air. And once it knows it's airborne, it, it fires up its, uh, its props and away it goes. Uh, it's also waterproof. There, there is one scene in that, uh, in that preview video where the person throws Lily into a river and then a second later, Lily fires into action and flies up out of the water and starts filming a woman wearing a kayak in a special waterproof housing uh, around her wrist. Uh, and that is the the sensor that Lily does follow. Now it does uh, it can shoot full HD video. There's obviously a camera on board. It is a flying camera, and it shoots HD video, full HD video, sixty frames per second. It's also capable of shooting slow-mo at 120 frames per second. So you can slow that down to 24 frames per second. You'll see a nice slow-mo video there. Also shoots 12 megapixel stills uh, as well. So it's the complete package if you're a photographer. Just want to be, you, you, you want a device that's going to make you the star of your own video. So if you're skateboarding or skiing or s- snowboarding, whatever you're doing, running, walking, Lily can film you, photograph you while you're doing it. And without the need for a second person on a remote control uh, or yourself on the remote control trying to control this drone. Uh, it, it is very interesting. This ha- has had a lot of attention. This story has been very popular on Tech Guide. I urge you to check it out. It is available for pre-order, we should point out. A lot of people are saying, well, what is the price of this thing? It is priced at $499 US, which is remarkably cheap, in my opinion. Uh, You can pre-order the Lily drone now. Uh, But the thing is, it's not going to ship until February 2016. So you've got a little while to wait. But if you get in early enough, you'll get this drone at half price. That's right. It's been discounted from the regular price of $999 US plus $30 international shipping if you're sending it to Australia or other parts outside the U.S. So if you want to get in early and wait patiently, you can pick it up for $499 U.S. If you're going to wait till February next year when it ships, you're going to be paying $999 U.S. If you want to check out that video and our story, you know where to go, techguide.com.au. Now, as internet users, everybody really has to be careful of internet threats. Online threats are everywhere. The latest is an email scam that has unfortunately already claimed a few victims. This is such a such a problem that the Australian Federal Police has actually issued a warning. The reason the AFP is involved is because the scam actually involves them. Well, it tries to fool the users to think it involves them. What it is is an email that's that, that is that's purporting to be a driving infringement notice, a fine from the AFP for poor driving. How do I know this? I received this email myself, which to at first glance you would swear it was real. It had the AFP logo, it had all the information, uh, it looked like an official 
an official document, a fine. But upon closer inspection of the email, things really were becoming clear that this was, wasn't right. This was a scam. Uh, things I look, I found that, that that led me to that conclusion were uh, some some bad grammar, uh, some spelling mistakes, and a, a, a lack of information. Like if it was a driving, if it was a fine, a you don't receive it on email. B if it is a fine, it would normally have the time. Uh, and place it occurred, as well as your registration details. None of that was on this email. Uh, but there is a section where uh, my, the explanation for my fine was inattentive car driving, which I thought was an odd-sounding an odd uh, penalty. But there was a button in the middle of the email that allowed you, it, it asks to see more details, you need to check out your traffic, your infringement notice. And there's a big button that says, see your traffic infringement. And here is where the problem lies. Once people click on this button, it actually installs ransomware on your computer. It will infect your computer with a virus that could possibly render your computer or maybe all of your documents unusable. And what usually occurs after that, once this is installed, the cyber criminals and hackers then get in touch and say, if you want control of your computer again, or if you want to use your documents again, you need to pay us thousands of dollars. Now, a lot of people uh, fell into this trap, unfortunately, and I'm not sure whether anyone has had to pay to retrieve the control of their computer. Anyone who's got an external backup of their computer could basically tell these people to go and jump and to just just wipe their computer and restore it from the backup. That's why it's important to have a backup, as well as internet security for that matter. You need to have internet security software to warn you to possibly flag these emails that they're dangerous, to warn you when you're being taken to a dangerous site that maybe could compromise your system. The, that's the reason why you need to have internet security software and why you need to keep it up to date. But uh, this this email, the AFP even got involved and warned people about it. Uh, the AFP National Coordinator of Cybercrime, Adrian Norris, uh, warned people to delete the email immediately. Uh, and it says that even though the email looks legitimate and contains AFP branding, it is not real. Payments of any traffic notices will not go to the AFP. They will go to scammers overseas. That's quoting uh, Mr. Norris from the AFP National Cybercrime Area there. So really, you, everyone really needs to be careful here. Uh, be sure that you are not clicking on these emails. Delete them immediately. Don't be fooled by this. Uh, if anyone has had has been affected, best contact the Australian Cybercrime Online Reporting Network, is ACORN for short, www.acorn.gov.au, or report this to ScamWatch. If anyone comes across not only this email, but any other suspicious emails, you can alert ScamWatch. That's scamwatch.gov.au, and they can list it on their website and hopefully warn other users so they avoid falling into these traps as well. Yeah, if you want to check out that, that email and what to look for and read about this warning that's been issued, techguide.com.au is the place you need to go. Tech Guide. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Finnick. 
The Tech Guide podcast is proudly sponsored by Netgear, Australia's number one Wi-Fi brand. And they are the company behind Arlo. Arlo is the only 100% wire-free HD smart home security camera. There's no need for a power outlet near the camera. That means there are no ugly cords and you have the freedom to place the cameras wherever you like. Arlo security cameras have built-in night vision, so you can see what's happening at any time. And they can be placed inside or out because, yes, the Arlo cameras are also waterproof as well. Users can enjoy amazingly sharp 720p live video and receive notifications if anything moves thanks to their new motion detection alerts. So whether you want to check in to make sure the kids are home safe, that the baby's still sleeping, the courier has dropped off your package, or your holiday home or small business is secure, Arlo can give you peace of mind and all from the palm of your hand with the free Arlo app. A click or two is all you need to set up and all you need to check in. Check out the new 100% wire-free smart home cameras from Netgear at arlo.com forward slash au. Tech Guide. Now, a Tech Guide review with Stephen Fennig. Tech Guide. Okay, kicking off the Tech Guide reviews this week, we were invited to check out Panasonic's new Viera 4K UHD smart TVs. And they weren't just set up in any old place. They actually hired a luxurious home overlooking the water in Bronte. It was a beautiful house. And what they'd done, they'd spread the TVs around the home. So it, lo- it looked like the TVs were in their natural habitat rather than having them in, in just some sort of function area uh, and, and just all in a row. The TVs were placed all around the house to make it look as if they belonged there. So to give you an idea of what it would look like and feel like and for you to use in your own home. Now, there are 23 new Viera TV models across eight series. Now, the thing with them, 60% are going to be 4K ultra high definition televisions. Now, Panasonic is a company that prides itself on having great picture quality. Now, Panasonic's a company that's involved in production at all stages. So it actually creates cameras and other production equipment. So Panasonic's got a hand in the filmmaking process from lens all the way through to your lounge room. So they do know a thing or two about delivering the director's vision, how he or she wants it to be seen, and they uh, their mission is to bring it to the viewer in the best possible quality. Now, their technology has expanded this year to include uh, some super bright panel plus hexachrome drive and 4k studio master drive now they're the names of their new the new technology that in the end at the end of the day deliver brighter colors really crisp sharp images and really great contrast so superior contrast great black levels but plenty of detail as well uh, there's all they're also powered by a quad core processor so you're looking at the processing power of a, of a pc here so the operation is really responsive you can navigate around the menus you get to what you want to really quickly. Now, another thing about the 2015 Viera TVs is that they're 35% brighter, but at the same time, they're using 40% less power. That is efficiency for you right there. Another new feature is the new operating system. We've noticed that all the major TV brands now have 
a an operating system for their televisions. On, on LGs, we have the WebOS. On Samsung, we've seen Tizen. Well, now on the Panasonic smart TVs, these Vieira TVs, they're powered by Firefox. Firefox, you may have heard before, is the name of a browser. Mozilla is the company behind Firefox, and they've created an OS for the Vieira TV. And I have to say, it is really easy to use, really simple to navigate, and and puts the your favorite features at your fingertips. So one example is you can pin your favorite sources and features to a home screen. So rather than you having to dig several layers into a menu, you can pin your favorite functions and sources to your home screen. So they're right there. You can pin up to 40 of those on your home screen. We were using it. We had about three or four up there as well. So it was really easy to get to what you want very, very quickly. Uh, now, most of the range, as I mentioned, 60% of them has gonna is 4K Ultra HD. There are still going to be some full HD TVs. Uh, the other differentiators will be the different uh, refresh rates, whether you want 3D or not. Uh, and, and there's a fair few in the range. Sizes up to about 80 inches, uh, down to 32, uh, and generally around 50, 55, 65 inches as well. There's twin tuners on board as well, so that makes it possible to view two channels at once. So you can have picture in picture, you can have a smaller picture within the larger picture, or you can have them side by side. It also allows you to record one program while watching another, because you can connect a USB hard drive to the Vieira TV, and it becomes your recorder. Another cool new feature is TV Anytime, and this lets you stream your television signal to another device within your Wi-Fi network. So you, you, your partner may be watching a show on the TV in the lounge room. You can stream another source, another, the other tuner, to your tablet or smartphone within your network. So you want to watch something else. It also works if you're not at home. You can actually log into the TV and watch the signal from anywhere in the world. So if you're traveling and you don't want to miss out on your favorite shows or your recordings, that there are Blu-ray, new Blu-ray recorders from Panasonic that allow you to do that as well, that have TV anytime as well. So you can not only access live TV, you can also access your recordings as well. Uh, there's also a, 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 an easy way to, to locate information. Uh, there is a, a new system where you, you can access the weather, news, web pages, a TV guide simply by clicking into the different edges of the TV. So if you want to go arrow up, it gives you the weather. Arrow left, you can access a web page. Arrow right is the TV guide. Arrow down uh, is other information uh, using the appropriate directional buttons that lets you literally puts all that information at your fingertips without having to fire up the the, uh, the smart part of the system and then accessing an app. Uh, it's a real shortcut to all the information you need. The Panasonic Vieira Smart TV range, I've listed all the series and all the pricing uh, at techguide.com.au. And if you're in the market for a new TV, these are well worth a look. Keeping you updated and educated. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Finney. Tech Guide. Now, who doesn't love great sound? Audiophiles spend a lifetime in pursuit of that perfect sound. And Kef... Uh, is a company that has actually come pretty close to delivering reference sound. And that's hence the reason why their new high-end speakers are called the Reference Range. Kef is a UK company. It was founded in 1961 by Raymond Cook. Uh, the company was headquartered 
on the site of the Kent Engineering and Foundry, and that's uh, hence where KEF gets its name. That's K-E-F for short. KEF is uh, how it got its name right there. But in those early days, Cook, uh, the founder of the company, was trying to using. He was experimenting with new materials and techniques. He wanted to improve the acoustic quality. Uh, of his recording so that it sounded as much like the original as possible. So over the years, uh, his company is a 50-year-old company now. They've been uh, more than 50 years old. They've been working and have delivered those type of sound with the their blade range and also these new reference range. High fidelity, that is a term that means faithful to the original, and that's exactly what Kef have attempted right here. Their reference speakers, I have to say, uh, really have to be heard to be believed. They they really believe in uh, these, this is handcrafted speakers that deliver sound from the speakers, not the cabinet. This is real, real handcraft, high and highly engineered using new materials and innovation. So that you, it's like you think that the artist, the, the 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 music you're listening to is being played in the same room. Uh, there's three new se- uh, sets of speakers in the KEF reference range. There's the KEF reference 1, uh, there's the KEF reference 3, and the KEF reference 5. And they go bigger and more powerful as you move up the range. The KEF reference 1 start at $15,799. Now, no one said perfect sound comes cheap. The KEF reference 1s have a 125 mil MF HF UniQ driver uh, and a new 165mm alloy cone base driver as well. Uh, these are small enough to sit on a shelf. Uh, they can be also sat on a little stand, but they are the baby of the range. Moving up to the KEF Reference 3, price goes up to $23,999. These are floor-standing speakers. They have two of those 165mm base drivers uh, below the 125mm UniQ driver as well. And this is, whether you're watching a movie or listening to music, the sound out of these speakers uh, sounds great for everyone in the room. It's got really nice uh, inclusive dispersion uh, from these speakers. At the top of the range, we're looking at the KEF Reference 5. These are $28,999 a pair. Now, this these are the speakers we listen to, and I have to say, it was incredible. I was amazed at the quality of the sound that came out of these speakers. And for $29,000, a dollar shy of $29,000, we expected nothing less. Now, these had three-way loudspeakers uh, with four of those 165mm bass drivers uh, as well. And boy... The detail that it that pulled out, it really, it really gave uh, so much power and really connected you emotionally to the music. That's what I felt like. It, it, it made an emotional connection. That's how rich and detailed it sounded. Kef is a is a real, very well respected audio brand. Uh, you know, people think, well, who would pay that much for a speaker? You'll be surprised the number of people who are just who do love their music, who who just love to hear it in the best possible way. Uh, they have a, a vast collection of music uh, and films. They people use these as home theater speakers as well, and it really does deliver every dollar. I think if you if you're a dedicated audiophile, I think people would even refer to these speakers as being cheap. 
uh, and, and more affordable than some other speakers. You can pay up to sixty, seventy, a hundred thousand dollars for speakers. Personally, I can't tell. My my ears probably aren't tuned to pick uh, the difference between a thirty thousand dollar speaker and a sixty thousand dollar speaker. But there are plenty of people who can tell that difference and are willing to pay the money. If you want to check out the Kef new high end reference speakers, the full range can be seen at techguide.com.au. Well, we've uh, just looked at a new device from iMation. This is a company that's made plenty of uh, accessories and products. And this is a product called the Link Power Drive. Now, it delivers two things that we desire when we're using our smartphone, especially our iPhone. This is designed for iPhone and iPod Touch. Uh, one thing is battery power. If we run out of battery, what do we want? We want to recharge, and the Link Power Drive can do just that. It has a, a cable that unfolds from the chassis of the product and allows you to connect through the uh, into the lightning port and charge up your phone. There's a 3,000 milliamp hour battery on board, so you can recharge your iPhone completely. But the other thing we desire, too, is more storage space. Imagine having a USB drive for your iPhone to not only copy and share content on and off the device, but also to stream content. A lot of people don't have enough room to put their favorite movies, to have extra music and extra photos. Well, the iMation Link Power Drive can provide just that. It's a two-in-one product, so it does offer extra storage space, whether it's 16 gig, 32 gig, or 64 gig. It's quite a small product. It's only 7.3 centimeters wide, 6.4 centimeters deep, and 2.2 centimeters thick, and weighs just 110 grams. So it's really easy to carry it around in your pocket, in your bag, uh, and to give you that added power. There's a button on top that gives it, is like an indicator to the, the remaining battery power. And as I said, the cables fold out from the Link product, so you can connect it directly to your iPhone. No need to carry around separate cables. They are already there for you. Uh, now, there's also a, a panel that slides out from the bottom of the of the Link Power Drive that acts as a little uh, a lip, so you can acts as a little stand, so you can uh, position your phone for comfortable viewing. Uh, this is the sort of product that really comes in handy. And as I said, three capacities: 16 gig, 32 gig, and 64 gig, and priced at 129.95, 149.95, and 189.95 respectively. There also is a companion app that allows you to organize your files both on your the power drive itself but also to access your local storage in case you did want to copy it to the drive. It's a great way to get content on and off your iPhone. There aren't many products that let you do that but this is one of them that can give you that kind of freedom when you're on the move. The iMation Power Drive, the iMation Link Power Drive is available now and you can see full details at techguide.com.au. Answering all your tech questions, the Tech Guide Help Desk. Now, I had an email, uh, or it was actually a Facebook post from a person on our Tech Guide site. And the question they asked was all about being able to send uh, emails from their iPhones. Now, there, there is a, the reader even sent me a screenshot and showed the, uh, as the screen on their iPhone that said, uh, cannot send email, a copy has been placed in your outbox. And this reader, uh, his name's Clint, he said, uh, when I'm at home, I can send emails, but when I'm out, I can't. 
And just looking at the screenshot, I could tell that he's a Vodafone mobile customer. And I could see his email address uh, from the email inbox he was trying to send it from. And I, from his email address, I could tell he was an Optus customer at home. So his problem was when he's out, he can't send emails. But when he's home, he can. And he asked me, how can that be and how can he fix the problem? Well, as I said, I could tell he was a Vodafone mobile customer, but his ISP was Optus, which is actually which is actually just like myself. I'm too, I too have a Vodafone mobile customer with Optus uh, at home as well. So I know this problem, I've had this problem, and I've solved this problem. Now, the problem here is that in his settings for his email, it's all about his outgoing mail server. When he's on the go, and on roaming on the Vodafone network, his outgoing mail server is Optus. But when he's at home on his Wi-Fi network, when he tries to send that email, his outgoing email is Optus. So it does go through. When he's out on Vodafone, the Optus address in his, in his outgoing mail server, the settings don't work. What you can do, though, with this is to go into your settings on your iPhone. So it's settings, mail, contacts, calendar, select your email account click on account and then go to the outgoing mail server uh, point on the in those settings and you need to type in there smtp.vodafone.net.au so what happens with the iPhone is that it stores uh, there's a primary outgoing server and a number of other servers that it can access if the primary one doesn't work now in his case and is my case too the primary is Optus and one of the other secondaries is Vodafone. So once it tries to send that email, it bounces off the Optus server, says, no, I'll try another one, and it tries the Vodafone uh, outgoing mail server, and it works. And I've already had a response from Clint. It has solved the problem. So that is a way, if you do have a different uh, mobile provider to your ISP, so if you're, it's a, if, if you're using Optus out on your mobile and on your phone or Telstra on your phone at home as well, you won't have this problem, but if you're mixing and matching, if you've got a Vodafone SIM uh, and Telstra Optus or someone else uh, as your home ISP, this problem, this can help you get around that problem if you can't send those emails when you're out and about on your mobile network, and vice versa if you can't send them on your home network as well. It's all about the outgoing mail server, and uh, that has solved the problem. That's what we're here to do at Tech Guide. And that's our show for this week. You can read everything we've talked about at techguide.com.au. And if you want to get in touch with us, please send us an email at info at techguide.com.au. A special thanks to our sponsors, Netgear, the brand you can trust for all your Wi-Fi needs. And if you want to stay connected, the answer is Netgear. Thanks for listening. been great having you with us once again. We look forward to you joining us again next week. So until then, stay safe and stay connected.